Welcome to the Every Gamer Podcast. My name is Nick. And I am Ben, aka Sketch256 on Twitch. Yeah, I was wording out what you were saying just now because I've heard it so many times. Sometimes I, I wasn't sometimes I do backwards though. Sometimes I'm like, I'm Sketch256, aka Ben in real life. Oh, that's true. You've done that a few times. Yeah, so I figured I probably should go with my real name first and then my alter ego. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm, cool. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Uh, ben, why don't you introduce him? Hey, this is Jordan, uh, otherwise known as Joe Genato, otherwise known as Silly Fawn, otherwise known as <laughs> Annie's Boobs, otherwise known as <laughs> New Life Gaming. No, New Life Presents. Right, that's your new Twitch channel name. Uh, it's an experimental one uh, used to look into a possible podcast thing of our own. Uh, you can ignore <laughs> oh. it for now. We'll just go with uh, Dr. Jordan Jensen. I'm just Dr. kidding. Jordan you, Jensen. Don't, you don't have to call me that. You can only call me that in the clinic. AKA not you a doctor. You hear that, ladies? You hear that, ladies? He's a doctor. Are you a for real doctor? <laughs> I am. Oh, that's awesome. Doctor of <laughs> chiropractic <laughs> works? Yes. <laughs> it means Nick, I know quite a bit just... about uh, chiropractic, and Pete? I know a good bit about how the body's put together and how it affects everything else from that. PhD, so suck PhD it. in body. <laughs> yeah. And PH, PhD in cracking bones. Because <laughs> that's how it works, right? Yeah. So Jordan Jordan's a, uh, Jordan is a, a good friend of ours. Uh, we've been playing yep. uh, Destiny with him for a while. We play other games with him. We've known him for a long time. I think Ben's known him a lot longer than I have, but I think I've known, I've known Jordan, Jordan since for... uh, junior high. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know it went back that yeah. far. Um, yeah, we used to play soccer together yeah. <laughs> in high school. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Jordan was one of those people that I met um, through Ben but didn't really know him until after I moved away from Auburn and we started playing video games together and, uh, you know, just had a really great time. Jordan's a super funny dude. Uh, sometimes loses mm -hmm. his temper, which is really funny uh, when we're playing. <laughs> um, but as you can tell, he's got a deep, rich voice, which can soothe the most, uh, I don't know. Savage of baby oh, lost for words nicholas <laughs> yeah i was thinking about the uh, voice uh, most savage of babies. it's okay the podcast is going okay because uh, yeah uh, just breathe yeah yeah but um we uh it's been a while since we did an interview and we wanted to get jordan on um he's yeah we've kind of dropped off on our um destiny playing lately but jordan's been one of the few that we've uh continued to play pretty much anything with um and uh Recently, he's kind of started his own um, Twitch streaming, uh, and um, also you, you talk, we talked about a podcast for a little while um, dealing with chiropractic, um, chiropractic, chiropracti, chiropractices, <laughs> chiropractor. <laughs> yes, good job. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think he was trying to say chi chiropractic work. Yes, ah, gotcha. Uh, well. There are a number of different podcasts that cover chiropractic, whether it's from a research science perspective or it's mm -hmm. uh, philosophical origins and how it came about and whatnot. Uh, what I was looking at particularly was looking at how one found life or new life in a sense, trying to look at what changed at one point that led you to 
where you are today. So you have point B, mm-hmm. the now. Point A, you're at one place. Something mm-hmm. changed that led you to that point that just turned your life upside down. Sure. So that's one thing that one project I was looking into where chiropractic was involved for me as far as some <laughs> major changes, both physically and emotionally. Yeah. Uh, physic- physically, the big one was a soccer injury, uh, playing in our uh, uh, back in the day, we had uh, alumni games with the high school, and one of the high school players <laughs> just pelted me and knocked me on the ground. Uh, yeah. Back pain afterwards, but I was just like, ah, whatever, you know, just another common hit. I woke up the next morning and my, uh, I couldn't move my legs. Yeah. And I just had extreme pain in my low back whenever I tried to, you know, attempt anything. Right. Uh, they had to mm. roll me in on a wheelchair into uh, the <clears throat> chiropractor. Uh, when he looked at me, uh, I, they saw that I had a, uh, an extra lumbar uh, vertebrae or an extra low backbone that was just wow. promenading back. And uh, the way he explained it to me at the time was that it was putting a lot of pressure on nerves that go down to my legs. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so went in, wasn't able to stand, you know, much less walk. After his adjustment, I was able to stand. Walking was, you know, kind of shuffling, but I was yeah. able to do it. And four months later, I was playing soccer again. <laughs> that was the Dang. big physical overcoming. And then the yeah. big secondary thing was just uh, went through a tough hand uh, when I uh, uh, moved away and was trying to pursue both medical school, relationship, a yeah. uh, number of different things all at once where everything looked promising. It all just got cut off right away. I hmm. can't really explain what exactly happened. It just all got shut down one day. Right. I went back to Auburn really defeated. I was offered a job over in Dallas at, uh, in Dallas at a chiropractic clinic. Yeah. I you know, was willing to take anything at that point. I was pretty useless at the time. But there was a chiropractor there who worked with me. He encouraged me. He was mm-hmm. there for me. He was able to look at an x-ray and have some kind of idea of what kind of emotional stress I was going through. Yeah. And about a year, I mean, I was able to overcome it. I was able to you know, set it on the back burner. I was able to function close to 100% again. It was that point I decided, well, you know, chiropractic's excellent. It's, you know, it can definitely help with physical ailments, but I also want to be the encourager uh, and just try to help guide people back to 100% when they're not there. Right. That's super cool, man. Yeah, I've, um, I don't know where, why they popped up, but on YouTube, I keep getting recommendations for like videos on chiropractors and there was one I saw where a kid came in and he had like fevers. He was lethargic. He, his whole, and he did a, um, the doctor did an x-ray and kind of examined and did some, um, inspections of the spine and everything. And it turns out that he noticed that th- there was a vertebrae that was out of place in the kid's neck. And he asked the, the mother is like, did he ever take a fall or a hit in the neck or something like that? And she's like, yeah, about a month ago, he, uh, he fell on his head, and um, since then he's always been sick. Not just like, not just physically, but like mentally too. He, he said he was like in a fog. He was like constantly couldn't pay attention to stuff like that. And so the doctor did like this adjustment, and it looked really violent when it happened. Um, but when he did it, essentially he put the vertebrae back in place, and then all that swelling that was happening went down and like the next day the kid came in for a check-in and he was a completely different kid like had energy back no longer was having Hmm. fevers no longer like had that lethargy or lethargy or you know everything was just kind of starting to clear up um and that's why like 
when someone breaks their neck, it's because that huge, um, I mean, it's, it's the highway for pretty much the whole body, um, to the brain. And so, um, if something's wrong with the neck, something's wrong with the spine, you know, there could be, um, signals that are messed up and, and things that are not firing correctly. So it's pretty fascinating, the, the mechanics of it all. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that, uh, area in particular is what I specialize in. Yeah. We, uh, just strictly, the uh, it's called the upper cervical region or the craniocervical junction. Yeah, that's you can think of your body as tree almost, but you're upside down. The roots of your nervous system start in your brain. Any kind of instruction that the body gets is going to be coming from there. Right. Oftentimes, when you have issues down low, if there's a neck issue going on, it can take a number of more adjustments to try to get things back into place if there's stress up on the upper neck. Right. That upper neck, if you can clear that out, like you said, it's the super highway. It's going to, uh, all the nerves come through here before yeah. they go anywhere else. Right. If there's some tension there, you'll fight a much easier battle if you can relieve that first. And with that kid too, which, you know, I, I don't know his situation or whatnot, but it reminded me of a quote from a guy named Clarence Gonstead, who was, he was a full spine doctor, a very mm -hmm. famous guy, very good chiropractor. If anybody's certified in that particular technique, he's on my radar. I definitely mm -hmm. want to be able to refer to him if there's something I can't solve in the full spine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he used to say that, uh, you know, if you got a problem with the stomach, you know, likely it's, you know, this thoracic vertebrae, or if you have a problem with the heart, you know, it's a T6 through T10, you know, <laughs> level problem. Yeah. But if you got a problem with your atlas, the top bone in your neck, it could be anything. Right. Cause that's where it's, that's where it's <laughs> starting. Everything's originating right there. Um, Okay, well, let's get into uh, to video games, kind of our, our first starting point of the podcast. Uh, let's start with Ben. Ben, what are you playing? Uh, so I've been playing kind of the, the regulars recently. I've, I've been playing Destiny 2 and um, Slay the Spire <clears throat> the past couple of weeks, partially just because of traveling was making it hard to play something else. Okay. But I did recently play through The Last of Us, uh, the first That's right, yeah. The Last of Us, and... It's honestly one of the most incredible games I have ever played. <laughs> and it's good. I mean, I might like it more than God of War, and I loved God of War. <clears throat> now, okay, um, interesting point, real quick. Uh, which, what does it for you, the gameplay or the story? What do you think is. You know. <clears throat> the story is is the is the biggest selling point mm -hmm. to me. Like people complain about the gameplay, I thought the gameplay was very was fine. Sure, like mm -hmm. I I I rarely had any complaints about the game because it's a it's primarily a stealth game, and the only yeah. thing that bothers me about stealth games is when they break their own rules and it's not consistent. Mm -hmm. um, so like you never feel like you can be successful doing stealth. Yeah. I didn't feel that way in, in Last of Us. I felt like I could be successful doing stealth. Right. And I played on like a normal difficulty, so I could be successful crafting things and shooting if I had to. Mm -hmm. So that was all fine. Um, and I felt, I, I thought it was great. I mean, I really didn't have any problems with the gameplay. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I thought the gameplay was fine. I thought the story was amazing. Right. And I thought the voice acting and the motion capture, I mean, for a game that's seven years old, it's honestly like... It's still good, yeah. It's still, it's so still amazing. Yeah, and I, and I played a remastered version, but it's still, it was... It blew me away, and I and I knew what was going to happen in the story. I know that Nick hasn't played it yet. I don't think, right? Uh, I played through a little over half. Yeah, yeah, you haven't beaten it yet. So I I knew how the story ends. Yeah, uh, and I still was 
blown away yeah. by what happened. So uh, it's uh, it's a high recommend for me. But that, yeah, that's what I've been that's what I've been getting into. I think the thing that that game does so well is pacing. Um, it it paces oh, yeah. everything so well. The combat, the story, introdu- introduction of new characters, the NPCs are all done well. The yeah, the voice acting, everything is done to a high degree. And what I think what ties everything together so well is the pacing of the game. Um, and so yeah, I, <coughs> I, I agree. Uh, Jordan, what have you been playing? I, I, oh, I, sorry. I have to. Agree. Sorry, I was just gonna say I have to agree. The pacing is perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like there's enough story that's happened to carry you to the next gameplay session Mm -hmm. and then after that you know like the gameplay session is great and then you're ready for more story to happen and so it's just yeah it's perfect so yeah anyway uh yes jordan what do you get into what video games have i gotten into the two i've been streaming the most of is disco elysium and portal 2 Mm -hmm. i recently beat portal 1 just on my own time and it was so good i wanted to include it in the yeah. Twitch stream. So I've been hopping between each. Disco Elysium is a great game. You got to be in the right mood for it though because it's, yeah. it's dark, <laughs> kind of a right? thinker. It's dark, yeah. but you know it gets you thinking a little bit and then at the same time when you're playing it publicly, you have to think like, okay, do I want my character to think like a racist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do I want my character to think uh, lowly of certain class groups? I mean, it, it's there are a lot of ideas and things you can flesh out in the game, and I'm I slowly realize that to the point of uh, my first completion being my guy just gave up on the case and never finished it and <laughs> ended up dying due to alcoholism or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's, it's just like um, dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it took it to a place. But uh, I'm yeah. playing it with a little bit more seriousness and trying to think it through. Portal 2, there's not much to explain to it. It's just a fun yeah. puzzle game. I love games that make you think and try to put two and two together. Yeah. Uh, the Probably the one guilty pleasure game where I uh, don't too, do too much thinking would be Titanfall 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Still play that one. That's an excellent multiplayer-type game and requires yeah. a lot of skill yeah a few podcasts ago uh we mentioned that um a friend of ours uh, gifted us a copy of it and that's jordan jordan is the one who gifted us a copy of titanfall you're and, welcome uh, cheers to you on that i mean that game's still good i need to finish the uh, campaign um i still haven't you finished do. the campaign yeah i've i've stopped a lot of games for some reason i, I haven't played a lot of games uh, recently but yeah i need to finish the campaign because it was it's so good um, won't be disappointed mm-hmm and the multiplayer is incredible. Multiplayer is really, really fun. Um, <laughs> the, the multiplayer is good. I will say that there are people who have never stopped playing that game. Yeah. And if you get into a multiplayer <laughs> match with those people, y- you will hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a little bit of a learning curve as far as like, because I mean, it's a, it's a first person shooter, but then you have the mech portion of it, um, which is like, yeah. yeah, kind of like the. I don't know. There's there's a whole other strategy when you're in a mech and or the mech suit and and uh, yeah, it's it's completely different. So yeah, if you're if you're not used to the the game mechanics and the strategies there, uh, I I mean me I I there are a lot of times I call down the mech and as soon, as soon as I start go out to get it, I get killed or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. that happens so many yeah. times. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I know there. Are, like, we played some matches where I was like reasonably successful, and then we played some others where like I couldn't. I would spawn and get killed, yeah. <laughs> like immediately. Yeah, 
But yeah, that's a great game. Nick, what what about you? What have you been playing? Um, so I still haven't been playing too many um too many games, but recently I picked up my uh 3DS, Nintendo 3DS, and started playing a game okay. called uh Yokai Watch, which is a Japanese RPG type game. It's kind of similar to like a, a Pokemon type RPG, but instead of like uh creatures or whatever, you're you're collecting spirits of different kinds and uh yokais i don't know if that's like japanese for spirits but that's what they're called they're called yokais and they're like ghosts of different creatures and animals and different things that have died and um there are different like classes of yokais and stuff like that and um you have this watch uh that allows you to see them and like communicate with them so so it's a pretty fun little uh little rpg and um and i've been so, but that's it. I want to jump into Last of Us since you finished playing it. I really want to jump into that and play that. I, I talked about playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, but um, I think I want to try to finish up some games. Uh, and I guess Titanfall 2 needs to be on that list. <laughs> so. Yokai, I think, translates into Ghosts of Yu Gi Oh cards. So uh, do what you will with that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay i played that joke in defense mode <laughs> uh yeah so it's a fun little game you know nothing crazy or really difficult about it the the 3ds system i mean you use a stylus and the little touch um screen to do the combat system which is really kind of interesting really kind of neat um it's definitely for like um kids uh, the stories, the the scripts, the every I mean, mostly it it feels like it's for children, um, but it's still a fun game. Really interesting story. Um, the way that they present the quest has been really cool, so um, that's been fun. And then I've been playing some um, Dungeons and Dragons uh, lately, D and D. Um, so that's been really fun. Um, Ashton has a campaign that she wrote for me, so we've been playing that uh, lately. Aww. Yeah, it's been cool. She, um, oh, I don't, I guess you, I mean, you've been listening to the podcast. So, yeah, Ashton has a campaign that she wrote that's based off of a novel that she's been writing. Um, so she's using it as like a writing tool to help her flesh out the world and the people, um, and the characters in the story. So it's been really cool. So she wrote the campaign and, I'm a player in that campaign. So it's kind of giving her other avenues or like, plot points that she can explore as me being the protagonist and exploring this world that she created. So pretty cool. Pretty interesting. It's really cool. Yeah. Do you guys play You're, online at all? No, it's just us. Um, it's just us. We play with each other, but I've been, I talked to Ben about playing and I actually want, I think you would be really great to play with too. I, I'd love to. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Would you? Okay. So I want to try to get a, um, uh, I figured out a way to do it, um, where we could play. And I think it would be really fun. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it some more um, soon. If Sounds good. If you're definitely interested. Um, uh, okay, so um, another big question that we ask everybody that we interview is, what is your all-time favorite video game slash video games? So, Jordan. Okay, my absolute favorite video games. These I was thinking a lot about these, and it really stems between... Uh, how gaming's been uh, relationship building in my life. Yeah. And then mm. how video games have uh, reached me personally. So mm -hmm. 
Relational is always the big one. If you can make a video game relational, it's going to be at its absolute best. Mm. Uh, the earliest mm. I remember it was uh, when uh, my brother Michael and I were kids. Uh, I remember uh, the Sonic games, but I think the outstanding one that I still go back and play every now and then is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Terrible uh, yeah. title, excellent game visually. <laughs> that just Not a word is said, just the whole thing just kind of plays out. And, of course, yeah. I'm Sonic as the elder brother, and Michael is my <laughs> tails. Uh, we, we played through that as a kid, and, I mean, that was just like, it, it, there was just that time where it's just kind of like, you know, you are the younger kid, and you will never, you know, overcome me. But then I remember, like, you know, years later, uh, I'm, you know, a teenager. My brother's, you know, about 10 years old, yeah. and Halo comes out for Xbox. This is where, like, video game got extremely, you know, relational. Where yeah. we, we, mm-hmm. soccer meets, we would all meet up at uh, David King's house, and we'd have 16 yeah. people playing, four TVs set up, <laughs> land park. Yeah. I mean, absolutely, absolutely mm-hmm. awesome times. But I mean, that was kind of the level where like uh, Michael was still what was most important to me. And that was kind of the level where I realized that he was my gaming equal. Because I mean, it was a f- coin flip on who was going to win, even though that was like my pinnacle <laughs> yeah. as far as video game skill. And I think Ben would attest to that. Uh, yeah, he was. The, uh, he, Jordan was freakishly good at Halo One. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, just absolute best. My brother was wicked good too, and Halo Two is the point he over. He surpassed me. I don't like Halo Two all that much. But, uh, so, and then my sister and I played Toe Jam and Earl together on Sega oh my Genesis. God. So we, we we kept the Genesis around, and that was the game that we bonded over. And it's still a game that we go nice. back to this yeah. day. She's twenty years old, and we'll go back and play that game with me. And I just loved the trippiness of it. Yeah, uh, I can still yeah. go back and have. A great time uh, playing that with her. Did, so, did you ever play uh, Earthworm Jim? Earthworm, I, I can't say that I have. I those two games, uh, Earthworm Jim and uh, Toe Jam and Earl, are two of the games that are like syn- synonymous to me. They, for some reason, I, I think I played them so close together that I always remember both of them as like very similar type games. Were you a big um, fan of uh, Toe Jam and Earl? Yeah, me and my brother played it a lot, um, but I remember just being like, "What is this?" Because it's oh, such yeah. a crazy game. That's how a lot of Sega games were. I mean, yeah, oh, no. yeah. yeah. Well, just games back then in general yeah. were just like there was Echo oh, yeah. the Dolphin. The there was a Seven Up game. You know, the you played the oh. bottle caps or whatever, or the the dot. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the processor Sega. was a lot faster. So I mean, mm-hmm. it was a different kind of video game you were trying to accomplish versus the Super Nintendo. Where Super yeah. Nintendo, I mean, they delivered on the graphics and whatnot, but it never had the speed the Genesis did. So yeah. totally different games all together. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, one other video game to point out, I really like uh, as far as relational goes, and kind of uh, stems into the personal too. Resident Evil Four is an outstanding game. Uh, the oh, best yeah. best way to play that was on the Nintendo Wii. It's the only game where I felt like the Wii experience outdid everything <laughs> else there was. I mean, just yeah. like holding the gun and aiming it at the screen, and then like playing in the dark. I remember playing with our friend Adam. Uh, yeah. He's uh, off in Birmingham doing his thing now. Uh, but he, uh, we would uh, play that game in the dark. We had pizza, and we were just, you know, like <laughs> trying to play yeah. through the whole campaign like that. And it was just outstanding game and yeah. just well-written. You get immersed in it. It's corny, James Bond-style storytelling. <laughs> yeah, uh, just right. Excellent in that regard. Uh, the games that stick out that are personal to me that I was thinking of, Final Fantasy VII was the first Final Fantasy game I ever yeah. played. Uh, 
there was a time and period where I was super introvert and just did not bond well with anyone. Mm -hmm. I uh, would go to visit uh, family, cousins, and, you know, they'd go out and do stuff, and I'd just kind of stay at home and mind my own. I had one cousin who was really kind to me and let me play with his PlayStation when everyone was kind of doing their thing. (laughs) Final Fantasy VII got me into storytelling. That is a fantastic game. Absolutely. Yeah, same thing for me. That's a huge, like, milestone as far as video games for me. Oh yeah, mm. absolutely. Just you, you invest in the characters; they're real. You can relate to them. Mm. You identify the story of identity is compelling. Just yeah. wonderful. I'm also a big fan of the Metal Gear Solid uh, story series. Uh, getting into three and beyond, that's where you kind of lose me as far as story, just because the weirdest <laughs> yes. stuff starts happening. But right. one, the uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation and then Metal Gear Solid Two, I think, are both absolute top-notch yeah. games that were way ahead of their time yeah absolutely yeah i mean yeah, they, they kind of true, yeah. they kind of set um a genre they they i guess they defined the stealth genre um with just the alert system the the gameplay the stealth it was very much like japanese bosses that you're fighting um yeah. <laughs> you know um but it was it was a great game really really great game i i never got into them i played all of them but i just they never hooked me, uh, but they were good games. I can respect them for what they were. What uh, what games? Uh, how about you guys? What games uh, are your favorite gaming experiences or favorite gaming memories? Um, so I mean, I I think I've said it before. Far Cry Three. Um, when I was, it's it's what it's the the memory that sticks with me the most because it got me into like game audio. Um, where I was stalking a lion. Um, and I heard it behind me, like literally I thought it was behind me and I whipped my character hmm. around and there it was, it was stalking me. Um, and, uh, that was a huge like moment as far as game video games experiences, but also like game audio for me. Um, and then, uh, Final Fantasy playing Final Fantasy, um, like that game was incredible going after the, um, oh, what are they called? The, uh, the materia no the the big um like end game bosses not the end game bosses but they were the ones that were like they're huge like the, the ruby and emerald yeah they were like uh the, one of them was like under the water and they're just like yeah. these huge like incredibly strong bosses but they weren't like part of part of the end game they're just like like things you could explore and try to find to get str- like powerful weapons. Um, I remember wow. fighting one under the under the ocean or something like that, and it was like one of the hardest battles I'd ever had to do. Um, but yeah, there. I mean, there's there's a couple um, like that um, that stick really strong in my memory. Um, yeah, uh, Ben, what about you? Yeah. Uh... I mean, favorite gaming moments, a lot of them come down to like time with friends that these aren't even like my favorite games necessarily, but, but just like the moments that happen. So like burnout three, I can Mm. remember playing that game with my buddy Andrew, um, until about four in the morning one night we like, I was like helping him move into his new place and just gotten a plasma screen when plasma screens were like new (laughs) and like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, It it was a long time ago. This is like the original Xbox time. When we had he had an original Xbox, he had Burnout Three, uh, and we played the heck out of that game. Just like 
Burnout Three was such a fun game too yeah. because that, that's when they like did like the the wrecks and you're just trying to cause as much damage as yeah. possible, or doing like the time trial races and we and we had uh, Doctor Thunder and like chips and cheese dip and that's what we survived <laughs> on that night. Yeah, and it was just it was just like one of my favorite nights of gaming ever. It was just yeah. super fun. Uh, I can remember like tons of nights playing uh, Rock Band. Yes. With different friends, like yeah. playing uh, playing Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria, doing the guitar and the vocals, hey <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> uh, I would go to my buddy Elliot's house regularly on yeah. sa- Saturday morning, and we would play Halo Reach together, yeah. uh, multiplayer stuff. That was a Great lot of fun. Game. Oh, yeah, super good. And then, of course, like Destiny, Destiny Raids to me. Like, when we um, two-manned Crota. Oh, That yeah, was one of me, my yes. favorite moments ever. For sure. Yeah, we did that. Was that uh, was that the weekend of your bachelor party? We like stayed up till four in the morning to yeah. in Crota. Yeah, I think so because we tried it before and it just it, we just couldn't get it. And then like <laughs> there there were people sleeping around us, but Drew stayed up and he watched. And I think that was what got him into playing with us. But yeah, oh, we right. we tried to two man it and we tried it a few times and it it just it just wasn't working. And then we finally did it and it was just. We had to quietly express our <laughs> our excitement, but it was yeah, yeah. incredible. It was incredible to be able to to do that. Um, that was super fun, man. That yeah. was, but yeah, raiding and destiny, all that, all that together, and then two manning Crota was absolutely awesome. But yeah, yeah, obviously, and, and of course, like single player experiences, God of War, yeah. uh, recently, uh, The Last of Us, uh, I, Resident Evil Four was also one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, um, experiencing uh, Revan, the Revan. Uh, uh, twist and Kotor, like all those kinds of things. Were yeah, just, you know, huge. But yeah, jeez. Uh, Jordan, what's what's more important to you? I think in a video game, is it um, graphics, gameplay, or story? What do you think you kind of gravitate towards? It's kind of a mix between uh, gameplay and story. Okay, uh, for me, uh, what makes me gravitate towards that a little bit more is just my will to be challenged. I, I want to think. I want sure. to make decisions, see repercussions yeah. for my decisions. Hmm. I want hmm. uh, people that I can relate with. Yeah. I want connection, you know, in that sense. Uh, sure. A lot of the research just supports that this is the best way to experience gaming and just connecting with, uh, just exercising, you know, different parts of your brain. Yeah. yeah. I want to do that just because I do think that, you know, it's important to, you know, keep going and, you know, keep investing uh, yeah. in this world as much as you can. And I do think video games, you know, it definitely can be entertaining and can definitely, you know, refresh you on that mark. But mm-hmm. with that, too, I do like that different challenge and just working something else. Sure. You know, it's different from the day to day. So that's yeah, absolutely. probably where I lean with gaming. How about you guys? That's a really good question. Um, story for me, absolutely. Um, like if a game is has good graphics and um, good gameplay, but the story is just pretty, uh, you know, I mean that's how mo- a lot of multiplayer games are. Um, good graphics, good gameplay, no story. Um, it's hard <laughs> for me to to want to keep up with them. Um, but story, story's huge, and um, it's really cool that Ben is so like was so so excited about the last of us too because of the story i mean it's an older game so the gameplay it does hold up but it's not going to be as 
I guess to the the same fidelity as a lot of games now because we have a lot mm. more like the devs have a lot more experience that they've um, that they've been through in developing games. So a lot of the gameplay is going to be tighter. The controls are going to be better. The uh, UI, everything about it is going to be better. But I mean, a story a story can make a game last for decades and decades. So oh yeah, so, yeah yeah. Um, yeah, story for me for sure. For me, it kind of depends. I mean, Destiny has never really had the strongest story, but I've like forged awesome stories with my friends yeah. through playing the game with people. Yeah. Uh, and so for that game, it's like it's primarily about gameplay. Yeah. Um, it does look really good too, so that's obviously a big point. I sure. think that graphics are probably the least important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more about gameplay and story, probably the sure. most. Uh, like I said, Destiny doesn't have the strongest story, but gameplay is like amazing yeah but then if i want to play a game by myself uh you know the story has got to be has got to be compelling for me to stay in it yeah for sure uh one thing about uh the uh graphics though uh while yeah i agree with both of you uh, as far as story and uh, a little bit of the gameplay you know in there Mm -hmm. like i said i don't want to dismiss graphics though looking at something pretty and well put together i can definitely provoke thought and yeah. exercise that uh, occipital region of your brain. Mm-hmm. I would strongly recommend playing good quality games. Yeah. You know, with good visuals, you know, if mm-hmm. you know able. And if you can get a good balance of all three, I guess what I'm saying is just, you know, all three of those things are yeah. drastically important as far as just impacting the gaming experience and just leaving someone better off. For oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, that's. I mean, that's why Horizon. Um, Horizon was the first game I ever played in 4K, and it's a beautiful game. And Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. and gameplay-wise, it's incredible, and the story is really, really great. And so, I mean, I think that's why it kind of ticks all those boxes and like makes it into my top, you know, top favorite games. Um, you know, it's it's that's kind of what you want. Um, but if you're an indie studio, sometimes it's not easy to, to to you know make a, a super high fidelity graphical game or like um something that has really advanced or complex game mechanics but i mean if an indie game you know has a great story like it can it can really really it's it's like um what remains of edith finch i don't know if have you ever have you guys played that one no i'm, I'm, played fa- it. I'm familiar with it i it's it's really all about the story. the The graphics are okay; they're not that great. Gameplay: there's a little bit of gameplay, but it's not so much about like you're not doing too much. It's it's mostly about experiencing the story, and the story is phenomenal. Um, especially the last portion of it is so incredible. Um, and I remember Ashton; she was sitting next to me watching that last part of it, um, where the the graphics um they're telling the story about this one guy and he's it starts off where um you're imagining what he's seeing and it starts off where he's just this little pixelated character like 2d pixelated character going through this map and then as the story progresses um his imagination starts to take over what he's actually seeing and so that little pixelated thing becomes like 3d and it becomes more animated Mm. until it like it expands until like it takes over his whole world. Um, so the way that that was done, like it's, 
incredible um this the story that's being told there so if yeah it's one of those things it's a small indie studio but they accomplished something incredible with the story um and the graphics and the gameplay they're not terrible by any means it, it still looks good but you know the story is what drives that game and makes it incredible so yeah i i, it's, I for me that's why story has to be the top thing for me yeah. um the- there are a few things you can do even on the low and key scale too. I mean, there are a number of games that you know come you know to mind where you know it, it's not about you know having you know some kind of high tech software that yeah. will create this you know visual that looks like this majestic mountain that mm. could never exist on Earth or something like that. I mean, you see games like Hollow Knight stands out as one where yeah. you know mm. everything is just beautifully put together. But I mean, it's you know low sprite level game, just beautiful background in the background. Cuphead is probably even more so. Yeah, an example of a game <sighs> where I mean, you know. Can you even point out one pixel in that game? I believe all of it was, you know, art drawn and then, you know, put together with, you know, a a gaming studio. So, I mean, uh, then, you know, as far as pixel art goes, I mean, Hyperlight Drifter is one game I played where, uh, I mean, you know, it's, you know, pretty low on the pixel scale. But I mean, you know, still it's, you know, they did it in a very artistic way and tell a story that's very compelling, you know, with the pixels. I mean, yeah, I mean, it just sky's the limit. Uh, It's just about, you know, using your resources or at least, you know, on the outside looking in, it seems like, you know, uh, how you use your resources counts. Yeah, for sure. Being creative with it. Um, Yeah. What what was the first game that you remember playing? Um, Jordan, Alex Kidd, uh, Sega Master System. Oh my god! Uh, my uh, my uh, my folks, uh, for whatever reason, I uh, and I think it was because the Sega Master System was extremely cheap. Yeah. Nintendo, so the Super <laughs> the Nintendo, I think, was uh, two hundred dollars, and the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo was two. The Sega mm-hmm. Genesis and the Master System, I believe, were both ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, and I think that yeah. I went with that because it was cheaper. Uh, Alex oh, wow. Kidd was, uh, there are a couple titles that went along with that. And I yeah. think the version I had was just called Alex Kidd. But basically, it's this kid. Uh, he carries around a sword. You uh, swing it at incoming ninjas, and they you know disappear <laughs> into oblivion when that yeah. happens. And you try to get to the end. I never beat the game. And I oh, don't know yeah. where I could get the game now. Uh, but I just remember playing that quite a bit when I was a kid. Yeah. Jeez, that's awesome. <laughs> what oh, what 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 uh what game do you think got you into like gaming like as as a hobby? Oh. You know, Halo was the one that uh you know, I took a lot of pride in just because I was really good at it. Yeah. Uh but, you know, since that point it was it was kind of a dying off at least for me playing by myself. Okay. Every now and then, I you know I still play video games by myself, uh, but you know I do it at very specific times. I couldn't do a stream on video games every single day. I would, yeah, you know, drive myself nuts with that. <laughs> I uh, get most of my uh, joy with playing games yeah. when I'm playing with friends. So right. you know, Destiny Two. Going back to that example, it's you know it's one of those games where yeah, you know the storytelling, you know initially i think they were on track to do something amazing with it right uh life happened it didn't turn out that way but you know with the lore that was unlocked and then just 
our commitment to play it yeah. and play it together and just work through the raids, despite just you know a lot of the things that went wrong with it. We made the most out of it, and now it's a hot game for us. We love going yeah. to that. We love experiencing it together. They've done mm -hmm. a great job yeah. continuing to expand the world. Storytelling, yeah. I, I still think it could use a little bit of work, sure. but it's uh, ambiguous enough where we can step into the world and mm. just experience it totally different than you know other people would experience it. And it just kind of works to your personality types. Yeah, it, right, right. What you do with the game. So what we did and what we created with it as far as a group playing, mm -hmm. that's the world to me. I absolutely love it when yeah. I get to play with you yeah. guys. Yeah, I, I really For miss sure. it. I, I really sure. wish we could play more together because, um, you know, life, I mean, we all have such different schedules and we all, I mean, you live in Texas and um, I'm in Montgomery and Ben's in Auburn. We're just spread all over the place. we got a friend in, in North Carolina. We've got a friend in uh, the Bahamas. We've got, we've got, we've New got Orleans. people everywhere. Yeah, man, ponies in New Orleans. Um, yeah, and of like, of course he is. Yeah, <laughs> things is just like we we spread out so much and schedules are just really difficult. But yeah, I really really enjoy when we do get to play. Um, yeah, and we've made friends up in Pennsylvania. I think it is Indiana. Oh yeah, uh, Schmidt. Uh, and Indiana and the north, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, with Shannon's and Shannon's in I don't know Pennsylvania, where she, right? I can't remember where she is. I can't remember where she is. Yeah. Oh, uh, before I I forget it though, Jordan, yes. Alex Kidd in the Magical World. I think is, is the name of the original game. I think so. And <laughs> apparently they're coming out with. No, but apparently they're coming out with a new version of it on Steam. <laughs> oh, that's yes. awesome. <laughs> yeah, so if you go on, if you go on Steam. Steam <laughs> that's right. You can find Alex Kidd in the Magical World. It's supposed to come out next year sometime, I think. Uh, delayed till the year after. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Jordan, so you started streaming. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Why did you decide um, to start streaming? Why? Why why did you, you make this that? terrible decision? Get no, such an idea. <laughs> no, well, for uh, uh, what? 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 What made you want to start streaming? Ben started doing it first. I didn't think of doing it uh, once he started. I was just yeah. more kind of like you know, if it means something to a friend, get on it, support, sure. be a part of it, you know, as you can. Uh, I think it was you, Nick, that. I uh, made a comment that I should try, but it was more geared towards the anger I display with <laughs> Destiny 2. And I, as much as, I mean, I can really get into it, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know if I want people to see that side of me or if I want that, you know, <laughs> my face broadcast with that. I would just lose it. I, uh, but I started thinking about what I could do with it and, you know, experimented with it a little bit and just sure. thought, okay, you know, I'm kind of half-assing this thing and, Mm -hmm. How can I whole ass something? <laughs> and so I started thinking about, uh, okay, well, you know, what can I do with my work with it? Oftentimes yeah. I saw Ben going through research, which is mm -hmm. excellent when he does. You need to keep doing that. That is it's really interesting streaming, yeah. and I love hearing about it. I uh, Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep doing that. Yeah, I uh, do read a good bit of research myself. I don't think it's anything particularly that would be interesting you know just to read on live stream maybe i'll try it someday but yeah. uh the technology i work with uh in my specialty is something called uh, uh cone beam commuted tomography uh you've probably heard of a ct scan before. what'd you call me <laughs> <laughs> 
cone beam. It's <laughs> <laughs> your head. It goes around your head. Uh, the, uh, uh, the CT unit is normally used for trying to figure out if there's a fracture on a part of your body. So if you like hit yeah. your hand really hard, they do an x-ray. Yeah. Uh, they don't find anything. Uh, your hand's still just hurting really bad. Uh, sometimes, you know, depending on, you know, who's seeing you, we'll uh, ask you to get a CT scan. And what that'll do is essentially an x-ray, but you can think of it as, as a lot of slices slowly going around and around and around the area yeah. that they think the fracture's at. And then they can look at the different tissues and see specifically if there's a break in the bone or if there's right. you know, an artery that's cut or whatever it is that they're looking for. Yeah. So... That would be a CT scan. That's a lot of radiation. What cone beam does to make it different is you can imagine putting the uh, shorter, the uh, narrow side of a cone on that and making a big slice at once on a particular region. This is okay. particularly helpful because uh, because my interventions are based on the heterogeneity of an individual structure. If it's stressed hmm. in such a way uh, and stuck in such a way that's uh, causing dysfunction or putting pressure on the nervous system in some yeah. way, I want to know how you're put together as an individual. Mm -hmm. Cone beam CT allows me to look at that from a three-dimensional perspective, put a lot yeah. of things together, look at things I can't see on a normal x-ray at a fraction of the radiation. So okay. I'm using that a lot. It's very cool stuff to play with. I thought maybe I should start streaming this kind of stuff, this yeah, stuff yeah. I enjoy practicing and doing. So that's what I try to do right now. Uh, right now I'm trying to experiment a little bit with uh, its uh, acceptance on Twitch. I don't know how that will be, but then next week I'm planning on trying to get on at 6 in the morning and yeah. just practice and use it for a couple hours on Facebook yeah. and just you know yeah. see how that takes. But you know, I'm going to continue gaming too. I still look for those you know little gym video games. They come yeah. once in a while on the personal level that just, you know, blow my mind. Yeah. Uh, Portal 2, I think, is going to be that next one because I've just absolutely thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, we need a, a good game. I'll play the co-op side. Have you, I guess you haven't played the co-op part of Portal 2. No, I haven't. Yeah, I'll play that with you if you want to. Oh, I'd um, love that. Yeah, let's plan on it. It's, the. I think, so it was one of the few games that me and Ash never played together. Um, and the, the co-op part of it really is really really well done um so yeah I'll, I'll jump on and play that with you at some point if whenever i guess Portal whenever you finish awesome. finish the the single player portion of it um oh, yeah. uh so yeah i mean we i know we talked about you came to montgomery for a little bit and we we had coffee we ended yeah, up having like a, a two time. or three hour conversation yeah and i remember talking to you about podcasting are you still plan on maybe trying to do a podcast too i'd like to i have a few people i've spoken to yeah. that have incredible stories yeah. as far as just making a big turnaround. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'm going to record a few and just see how they go. Sure. If they turn out great, uh, I'm going to definitely hop on it. If not, I've got quite a bit on my plate with you know juggling some possibly some new advanced imaging with yeah. patients and doing some new research with that. Sure. Uh, then... You know, I've got plenty to do as far as you know, trying to uh, you know continue to build up a patient base here in Lubbock, Texas. Too, I've only been this is my right. third week being here too, so still building and you know going that direction too. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, did you? Uh, so this year has been kind of a weird year, of course. Uh, twenty twenty was the year of hope at the very beginning, and then 
about <laughs> a month in, it was the year of hope stashed. And so, <laughs> so, um, what worry, game, mask. Yeah, what games <laughs> are you excited about playing, I guess, for, for this year, or I guess oh, the ones that you've seen, um, like, do you have a, a particular game that you're really excited to play either this year or the coming year? Oh, man. Well, we can, and we can use this opportunity to even talk a little bit about what we saw on the uh, Xbox revealed today. Yeah, I do want to move into that for sure. Yeah. Uh, as far as games coming up, you know, the one that pops to my mind right away, I've never gotten to play uh, any of these games before, mm-hmm. uh, is... Uh, you know, it's it leaves my mind. I can see the game right now. Let me look it up quick. Give me one second. Okay. What do you remember about it? It's a guy with a... It's not a lightsaber, but it's similar to one. His name is Touchdown... Travis Touchdown. And I can't think of what the <laughs> game is called. Oh, no I, idea. Uh, it's like he, Heroes Must Die? Yeah, No More Heroes. No More Heroes. No More Heroes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I've never played any of the games, but I watched the uh, anime trailer for uh, the third one and it i was just taken and i was just like this is super cool i really want to play this game <laughs> and uh, i think i think the folk i think nintendo is planning on releasing the first and second one too this first and second one i'm not overly familiar with the story or what it's about but the third one the story they tell in that five minute trailer yeah. is just over the top <laughs> bananas and you're of just course. like man this is freaking cool <laughs> so that's one game i'm really looking forward to when it comes up that's awesome that's cool um yeah let's talk about the xbox reveal that just happened today um ben what you i mean what'd you think did you watch the whole thing i watched most of it so <laughs> Um, you stream- I'll start off saying, I thought it was, I, my stream went out. Okay. Yeah. My internet yeah. in my house completely went down and it went down and just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went down like a couple minutes before a really awesome destiny reveal. <laughs> the, there was no reveal. It was beyond light. They were just saying, uh, they're just saying essentially that all everything, all the expansions were going to be available on game pass. Um, okay, and okay. then they, oh, oh, Mister Mister Cynical. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> that in itself is a reveal. Okay, uh, and Fair and and but really, what it is is like they showed off some really interesting gameplay stuff that's going to be introduced with the new classes that yeah. are coming out. The darkness subclasses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff like freezing enemies, creating new uh, platforms to be able to uh, to jump off of on the on side. You know, it's like it looks like they're really gonna take some make some moves that might change the gameplay pretty drastically. Yeah, for sure. Um so it's a lot more than I expected, honestly. But yes, all I was gonna say was I I thought it was a pretty decent reveal. I think I think that more gameplay would have been better. Yeah. Um but I thought that Halo Infinite looked pretty good. Mm. Um I like that it's back on Master Chief. I thought that the graphics looked really, really pretty. I thought it looked really clean. Yeah. Um, I, I like some of the new stuff they're adding, like the grappling hook, and a lot of the weapons look pretty interesting. <coughs> I'm curious. I'm curious about the story. You know, I mean, I thought I thought it was good. And then um, there are a few other games I thought looked pretty interesting. Avowed from Obsidian, yeah. uh, the new RPG. I thought that looked pretty good. Everwild from Rare. I was curious. About, um, I will say the surprise, the surprise thing for me was grounded. Yeah. Because I saw the, the beginning of grounded. I had no interest in that trailer whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, this looks like a kid's game and yeah. I, I don't care about it. And then they were like, if you're waiting on 
the biggest game of the year. Wait for Cyberpunk. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't it. But if you want the smallest yeah. game, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they're like, if you want the game from people who don't make games anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the trailer was. Uh, I mean, it, it was probably most. Um, interested um interesting trailer that was there i was laughing through it i thought it was really well presented um yeah i i've had my eye on this game for a little while i know they did an announcement trailer uh a little while ago but you know and it looked interesting of course the whole premise was was pretty interesting especially someone who grew up watching uh honey i shrunk the kids uh, <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah i mean this was just a funny way to present the game um Obsidian, oh, you know they they're definitely like that with uh, Outer Worlds. It's kind of similar that tongue in cheek kind of humor. Yeah, um, but yeah, same thing for me. Avowed, um, Everwild. I think I'm the most interested in. Um, there was no gameplay, but the way they presented it, the art style was beautiful. Um, it looked cool. Yeah, it looked really good. And I think uh, Hellblade and Stalker Two were the ones that like really flexed the <clears throat> Xbox Series X um, graphically. The lighting, the particle effects, the fluid dynamics, or the fluid um, yeah. simulations. I mean, it just looked really, really, really incredible. Uh, a Forza well, Two. Hellblade is being Hellblade's being made in uh, Unreal Engine Five. So mm, it's it, it's incredible. I wish they showed more yeah. of it, but they only showed like small glimpses here and there. But man, yeah. holy crap! That it's it. Uh, it just looked really good. It just looked really really. Good. <laughs> it did, yeah. It looked it did look good for sure. Yeah. Um. I'm interested in Fable. I'm interested to see what they do with that because I think. Yeah. Um. That game was a different studio at first, and then it disappeared. Um. After Fable Three or something like that, and. Like it is a it, a lot of people love that game. It was a cult cult classic, I guess, in in a way. But then like it disappeared, and we didn't know what was going on with it. And then they just kind of like hinted at it at the end of the 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 whole thing. So yeah, really yeah, interested to see see what's going on with that. Um, I'm I'm actually interested in State of K three. Um, I'm interested to see where they take that game because all they showed was a trailer. Yeah. Um, but like. What's what's the gameplay going to be like? Are they kind of going to make it a little bit more intricate? Because I think something that didn't uh, we played it for a while. Um, we had a group that played for a while, but it didn't really stick uh, with us. We we had a lot of fun with State of Decay too. I will mm-hmm. tell you the thing that I, that I that turned me off of the game was never feeling like I could ever complete an area. Yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> it was like you clear out an area and then zombies always come back, yeah. and it, it's like to a degree I'm okay with that. But then I never felt like I could beat the game. Sure, and I, I can't ever beat Destiny, but I'm only I'm only interested in like one game like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's if it's a live start, like if it's an MMO light or something like that, I can I can I can handle that. There's no way to beat the game. Yeah, but State of Decay Two is like. I want to feel like I've beaten this and taken over an sure. area and liberated it, you know. And I, it's not. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily a huge problem with the game. But it was a fun game. Yeah, so yeah. That's what turned me off. I think I felt that way too. Um, the first game was more like that. You kind of felt like you can kind of clear out areas and keep things sorted, uh, and then like the whole end game was you got out of there. But State of Decay Two didn't feel like that. It just felt very much like what you were saying, like it was, you know two steps forward one step back um yeah and so uh did you, you played it with us right jordan 
Yeah, you guys got me on it for a little bit. I, I agree yeah. with that synopsis, though. I mean, it, it was fun to play with you guys, but it just always felt like, you know, if you cleared out one area, you had like yeah. a horde of zombies that show up, you know, minutes yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we got pretty far. We we explored pretty far and we we're, we're doing pretty well, but yeah, it was... You can you can do some really cool stuff with it. I mean, like the base customization mm-hmm. and upgrading you can do is really cool. And yeah. you start off with nothing, and then you start making like generators with you know, electricity and decked out supercars and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like you can do some really fun <laughs> stuff with that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, I, so, I yeah. don't think we ever played it past one of the big updates. Like we we didn't we played up to a point, and then we kind of dropped off. And then there was a big update. I know one of the things that really annoyed me was like gas for cars like you would run out of gas so (laughs) quickly and it got really frustrating but i don't know maybe they'll address some of that stuff in the next game maybe they might make it a little bit more intricate of a system a little more um i don't know a little more story pushing introduce the tesla (laughs) yeah right (laughs) (laughs) you have to build solar panels on the car and (laughs) that'll be awesome or you have to defend an area while it's charging yeah (laughs) As a um, Jordan, as a big Halo person uh, with a big Halo background, I mean, how'd you feel about Halo Infinite? I saw it. Cool. It cool. looks like more Halo. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, the first uh, game uh, was still my is still my favorite story. Sure. The second game, it was a lot of fun because you know. What they did with online was incredible and still arguably the best format to do online with. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Three and beyond, uh, with the exception of Reach, I really like Reach. Uh, three and beyond, uh, you kind of lost me. I yeah. never played five, but I heard that the story was really lacking. This one, I, I, I don't know what to expect. It's not on the top of my radar as of yeah. right now. I'm not opposed to playing it. If we all got it and there's good cooperative play i mean i'll definitely play it i'm open sure. to be wrong right yeah i was i was sure. it, it, it did you're absolutely right i think what you said with it just looks like more halo i think that's right on the nose um it looks good yeah um everything looks good about it it looks fun to play but like the textures just looked just too clean everything about it just looked too sharp and crisp and and mm. like I wish mm. the textures were a little bit better. Were a little more, I don't know, pushing the envelope a little bit. You know, some of the particle stuff. I think it could be better. The effects look good, but they look super, super clean and not like, you know, it 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 needs to yeah. go a little bit further. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and I think that's kind of been a a trait of three four three's Halos. They sure. always look fairly plastic. Yeah, exactly. That's a good um, good. Point ha- of- Halo 4 probably looked the least like that, but I remember when Halo, like even even like the PvP, I was like everybody everybody just looks plastic to yeah. me. I can't figure it out. Like I, I don't I don't dig the aesthetic there. But yeah, yeah. I, it it felt like the I mean even the lighting, some of the shadows, it just it it looked kind of last generation. Um, the lighting looked last generation. Uh, everything looked sharp and and clean, but like animations i wish the animations were a little bit a little bit more evolved sound design too sound design sounds re- the gunfire sounds really really good i don't have an issue with the gunfire at all but like the shield coming back and those other sounds like that 
they are mm-hmm. characteristic and very much Halo, but I wish there were an evolution of some sort. It feels like just the original sounds, but like remastered rather than like redesigned and evolved. Um, and so, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe when it comes out, it'll be different. Maybe they'll polish it and the textures will be there and maybe the lighting will be revamped and optimized and everything like that. But mm, I think it'll look a lot like what it looked like today. I wouldn't. Maybe. I wouldn't expect a lot of change there. It's 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 a little disappointing with as big of of. Uh, I mean, Halo Reach is the game that got me into multiplayer games. Um, and I mean, Reach is a good game. Yeah, I mean, even still, like we went up to to Huntsville not too long ago and we played Halo yeah. Reach. Um, during yep. I can't remember was it Will's bachelor party we we played Halo Reach. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's mine. I mean, it, it's mine. It's a it's a good game. The 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 design, everything about it was just really really good. I just wish the newer games that came out were more evolved, were were grown, and you know, instead of just more Halo, it's a better Halo or a, a I don't know, just a, a yeah yeah know. the uh, it the way they presented it, yeah, it's more Halo, but it looks kind of like a combination of. Uh, Man, did you guys like Skyrim? Well, guess what happens when you put that with Halo. <laughs> I, that that's how it really felt to me, and I agree with you. There's yeah. uh, nothing outstanding, or there wasn't anything introduced that was outstanding as changed. And I, yeah, you know, to their credit, I mean, I understand that you know that's you know uh, that can be tough to do, make a revolutionary game like sure. you know Halo was. Uh, so uh, we'll just have to see. Maybe they have a bunch of great ideas you know maybe it will be same halo but you know maybe you know it will be you know something worth checking out and playing right all right yeah i'm super interested yeah, I, go ahead i've got i've got high hopes for it I, I hope it i hope it does well yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's one of those franchises that is pretty close to to our hearts so of course we don't yeah. want to see it fail we definitely want to see it continue but you know we we would love i think i would love for it to to kind of come back around and become like a like another game that was just like um like destiny like just grew and became this really really great thing because uh, the halo story is really really interesting um so um for sure yeah uh jordan uh where can people find you what's your uh what's all your socials and all that sort of stuff not your social security number but like your social media stuff. <laughs> Am I helping out a uh, prince in the Middle East? Yeah, yeah. Zimbabwe. Where can people? Where can people literally find you? <laughs> well, I practice in Lubbock, Texas, at uh, Blair Chiropractic Clinic. We are located at eighteen oh two East Fiftieth Street. Uh, you're more than welcome to come by. We uh, specialize in the craniocervical junction. We study that specifically. We study the trunk of the tree, making sure that there's no stress on it causing problems elsewhere. You know, you can, uh, you know, experience life, you know, losing a branch, losing a leg. God forbid you do. I don't want that. Uh, But, you know, you don't have the head if you don't have the brain. You know, it's, you're done. (laughs) Yeah. Go see Jordan and uh, keep your head. Uh, go, go see Jordan, and he'll get the junk out of your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your branches tight. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, what's your uh, what about, Twitter? Uh, what? Yeah, what about on uh, Twitch and Twitter? Yeah, yeah, Twitter and Twitch. 
Where can people find you there? I don't even know my Twitter or my well Twitch. I think it's like JRJ something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It's uh, for Twitter. It's JRJ underscore twenty three. My soccer number. And then uh, uh, Twitch <laughs> is uh, New Life Presents uh, with, you know, following uh, www.twitch.com. Cool. Yeah. I was looking to see if her Twitter was, that was actually it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, if you guys are listening in, um, go friend Jordan on uh, Twitter and go uh, watch a stream. Do you have your, your schedule up for Twitter? I know that you started posting, or not Twitter, Twitch. Um, I know you started posting your Twitch schedule, I guess, on Twitter. Yeah, I started, uh, this week had a couple curveballs where I had to take late phone calls with uh, friends from across the country. So hopefully we'll see things on schedule this time and there will be no curveballs with that. But I am a right. morning person. I'm usually up at three o'clock, got the workout, got a big Ugh. cup of coffee and an awesome steak breakfast and then <laughs> head to work and start with the uh, cone beam CT practice stuff. And I'd love to share that with people or anyone interested seeing what that's like. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Nick J Wells, and uh, the podcast is the EG Podcast. And Skitch. Yes, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram if I'm ever on there at Skitch two five six. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys uh, have a conversation with us. If you guys watch the Xbox reveal, let us know what games you're interested in in playing and why. Um, from this let us know i mean how, how do you think microsoft and xbox did with this reveal um i i feel like it held up pretty well to what playstation put out there and and it was it was pretty succinct and and they showed a lot of really good games here um so let us know what you guys think about it um what games you're interested in playing also what what games are you interested in playing for the year not just from xbox um whether pc or playstation 2 um yeah and we can have a conversation all right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening in, and um, we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Good to see you all later. Thanks, Jordan. Peace. Peace.